Mel and Kel, and this is It's Called Culture. Ever heard of it? It's called Uno Reverse. Ever heard of it? I saw a girl post an Instagram video or reel or whatever it was. It might have been on TikTok. I don't know. I, I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> She basically had some comments up on the screen talking about how she was living her grandmother's immigrant journey in reverse. Oh, this is all you, Melissa. <laughs> and she called it like, oh, I pulled the Uno reverse on grandma. And then it had like just like little clips of her like hanging her laundry up on a clothesline. Aww. And like she was making bread. and like <laughs> Oh, my God. This is you. I just it really resonated with me. And apparently she took it up one level. This girl's grandmother was from Italy and she had met and fell in love with an American and immigrated to the US. Mm -hmm. And then this girl somehow met and fell in love with an Italian and immigrated to Italy. Oh so, so she was actually like full full on Uno reverse. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, personally, I think that's the better way <laughs> to play that game, <laughs> going to Italy. It's, it's a little too late for me to, to marry a Portuguese man. <laughs> but never say never. <laughs> getting my Portuguese citizenship mm -hmm. is on the table and also visiting Portugal and the Azores as often as I can is on the table in addition to living my life like the olden days like they did in the old country yeah hey, that was your that was your new year's resolution yeah uno reverse bavo. <laughs> so it's just funny that like you know the grandparents or parents immigrated to get out of that life and to like get into this new modern American lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And now like all we want to do is like, and by we, I mean me, <laughs> all I want to do is like undo it all. Right. And go back. Yeah. I like parts of it. I'm definitely for, for parts of it. Move up. I would 1000% move to Europe today. If the opportunity presented itself. No questions. <laughs> I'd be like, yep, <laughs> pack myself and go. If anyone has a proposal for Kelly. <laughs> so I've been doing a lot of bread baking. Mm -hmm. I've been you trying have. to do a lot of bread baking. And I had a little mishap the other day. <laughs> and I need to share this with people because people may not know that this is a problem or that this is a thing. So you want to bring awareness to it. <laughs> I'm going to bring awareness to this problem. I was baking dough. You know, I use my little yeast and then you got to make it rise, right? And so you temperature is a big thing with rising dough. So like the warmer your environment, the quicker the dough will rise, the better mm -hmm. the dough will rise. And so obviously it's winter time. So my house is pretty cold and you're trying to like find like a warm spot for this dough to rise and you wrap it up. You like wrap it all. This is like the Portuguese, like, you know, I wrapped the 
pans, the bread loaf pans mm-hmm. that I had the bread dough in with saran wrap and then like every Azorian tea towel there was on this planet, like fully wrapped up, fully wrapped up in tablecloth over the whole thing. And then I decided I was going to put it down on my heater in the kitchen. Like there's a little vent yep. that comes up where the heat blows out. And I was like, perfect, perfect. I'm going to sit it right on top of that. We're good. We're good. You thought you were four-legged creatures called consange. They got a good sniffer <laughs> and then they sniffed out the dough. All of a sudden, and I was standing right there, like right in front of it. And I'm working on something else with my daughter on the countertop. And I look down and my dog is guzzling dough <laughs> out of the bread pan. Oh my God. And so I look over and I immediately grab it out of his gullet, right? And I pull a big, like a big chunk away from his mouth. And then I was like, oh, good. Like I got a chunk of it. Like hopefully he didn't eat too much. And then I went to go look in the bread pan, gone, the whole loaf. <laughs> oh, damn. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I threw, obviously, I threw the dough away that I had in my hand. And I was like, eh, I wonder if that's bad for dogs to eat raw bread dough. Let me just do a quick Google search. And I Google it and like, first thing that comes up is like this is a veterinary emergency <laughs> oh your heart must have been like racing they were like seek veterinary care immediately go to the vet right away yeah. and i was like oh shit and i guess the reason is because it's it's joe that's actively rising and so like they just swallowed a whole freaking loaf and now it's just going to like distend their abdomen as it continues to rise in their stomach it has mm-hmm. nowhere to go right you're just causing a gastrointestinal blockage of yeah. rising dough. And then the secondary problem is I guess the yeast ferments into alcohol and then the dog can get drunk. <laughs> and they, they can actually have like alcohol poisoning and die, like depending on how much yeast and the dog right. dies and all that. And I'm like, oh, dear God. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's not good. It's just not good. <laughs> No. So I called my vet and they were, it was like closing time. My vet was about to leave for the day and she's like, how fast can you get here? I was like, I'll be there in like six minutes. Yeah. So I drove my dog immediately there and I had called like right after he ate it. Like it was four minutes had passed since he yeah. ate this thing and I was already on the phone with the vet. And we got there and they did like an um, injection to induce vomiting. Mm-hmm vomited up a whole log of dough (laughs) well there's your bread (laughs) yeah 234 dollars later oh i know i know for a loaf of bread i didn't get to eat (laughs) so you're out money and you're out pose yep yes i was and so I just recently told my sister-in-law this story because this happened a few weeks ago. And she said the same thing happened to her mm-hmm. with her little chihuahua mix. Oh, my God. No, that's <laughs> so little. And she was like, oh, yeah, his stomach blew up like a blimp. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Did she take him to the vet? <laughs> I do not think he went to the vet, but he survived. Oh, he survived. <laughs> And I don't know how much dough, right. how much yeah. of it he ate, 
but she said the same thing. She said she put she said I put the the pan down on the ground on the heat vent to help it rise quicker. And I was like, son of a bitch. So it's a problem. <laughs> it's, it's it's an issue. Don't do pan. that if you have pets. So luckily my dog didn't do that, but my mom loves to wrap her bread in like the spare bedroom that she has. She likes to she likes to put it like in the bed with the blankets. So she'll have like her big like panala and it's wrapped. Like everything's wrapped, right? And like obviously the bed's clean because no one sleeps in that bed and she changes those sheets all the time. But she'll put like the panala with the wrapped bread, whatever, right? In like the sheet. <laughs> Stop. So if your dog was here, <laughs> that definitely would have been gone. Oh, my dog would have been under those covers so fast. Fucking chowing a whole freaking panala. Oh, my God. Thankfully, your dog is okay. Did they do any, like, x-rays to, like, make sure it all came out? Or they were just like, he should be okay? They were pretty confident because we got there within, like, 10 minutes. And they... And he vomited up a huge log of dough. They were like, he should be good. Like, just watch him over the next couple days. Make sure he's all right. But... (laughs) <laughs> i wonder if that could that happen to us like what if like a child got into it like what if your daughter did and she just started to like shove it in her mouth and eating it i think it'd be the same situation yeah, but it seems like it. a dog's ability to just swallow a whole loaf of dough is I feel like greater than a child's ability. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like a kid is going to be like chewing it, trying like having some difficulty swallowing it because it's this big, fluffy, gummy thing. A dog can eat anything. (laughs) Dude, that thing went right down the gullet. Swallowed that thing like a pelican eating a fish out of the ocean. Like it was just something else he probably thought he hit like a home run with this he was like oh my mom's not looking she's making some good comida i'm gonna go and snatch it and eat it for thing ends up in the vet (laughs) 10 minutes later he's sitting at the vet with like the most sad look on his face like regret total regrets and then picture you sat you could tell like he was just like off his game like afterwards like he just he looked like he had a rough night of like drinking <laughs> he was probably a little tipsy <laughs> my vet said that to me she's like so just watch for signs of like being drunk <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> oh my god so if he starts slurring his words or <laughs> if he starts drunk dialing his friends she calls his ex (laughs) (laughs) i'll give you a call yeah oh man oh yeah i don't know how can you kind of tell that with a dog i guess if he's like just walking and kind of fumbling right maybe (laughs) yeah so i guess i will never be putting my dough to rise on the heat element of my kitchen floor ever again I thought because the thing was bang a gazillard, yeah. like it was very well wrapped. Like I didn't think I had an issue, but he tucked his nose right in underneath the the little oh. towels <laughs> and he got in there. They're ruthless. They don't give a shit. <laughs> no. But I did just make a second loaf. I redid it, and this time 
my safe space for rising dough is the oven. Mm. I turn the oven on to 200 degrees. As soon as it gets up to 200, I turn the oven off. And then I put my yeah. my covered loaf pans in the oven for an hour for now, this particular recipe. Question. Has your vet ever said if this is common? Um, Kelly, the woman that answered the phone was like laughing because she didn't <laughs> even know. She's like, what do you mean he ate a lot of dough? And I'm like, I, and I was like, it says it's a veterinary emergency, ma'am. And <laughs> ma'am, she's I'll laughing. I'll be my bread making error. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so is my dog, apparently. <laughs> so I don't know what to do here. <laughs> well, she answered the phone. She's, she, I told her, listen, my dog just ate like a whole loaf of dough. And she's like, oh, and she's like, laughing. And she's like, oh my gosh, she's like, he's going to have a tummy ache. And I was like, yeah. Can you check with the vet real quick? Because I feel like he's moments from death. <laughs> so she put me on hold and came back and was like, yeah, you need to get here immediately. And I was like, yes. And then like I came in with my dog and they were like, oh, is this Jack? And I'm like, no, this is the dough boy, the one who ate all the dough. And they're all like, oh, right this way. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, obviously, I would, I miss my dog and I would have my dog here in a heartbeat if I could. But like, I also don't miss those little <laughs> emergencies, like being worried. Like, well, I would take it any day. Like, I would take all that to have my dog back. But, just that like anxiety of like, oh my God, my dog just ate all of this. Like, is my dog going to die? <laughs> Talk about like me thinking I'm uno reversing the American dream. And then I end up paying $234 for a loaf of bread I didn't get to make. That's the American dream. Right? Yeah. That's that's America right there. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> you got to pay for healthcare <laughs> in this country. So another Instagram reel that I came across just recently was a woman and she was with her grandmother and she's taking this cute little video and she's trying to learn a recipe from her grandmother. I think it was like an enchilada recipe or something mm -hmm. like that. Right. And she's like, here I am trying to get this recipe from my grandma. And the grandmother is shown and she's just like pouring a packet of something. I don't even know what it was. It was yeah, yeast or flour or something. And she's pouring it from the packet into her like little cupped hand. And she's just kind of shaking it in. And she just like throws her hand into the the bowl. And then she pours some more in her hand and throws it in the bowl. And then does it like a third time. And then the the granddaughter is just looking at her like, okay, so how much how much was that? And the grandmother just looks at her and she's like, oh, like a, a, a teaspoon. One teaspoon. <laughs> that was the cutest video ever. <laughs> and it really resonated with people because the comment section of this video was lit. The funniest shit came out of the comment section. And we're going to read some of these to you because it was so indicative of the, the practice that is like not measuring things. Right. Trying to come up with written recipes for these like family traditional meals and how impossible that is impossible impossible quick side note about this i gifted my mom a recipe book one year for i think like christmas or her birthday no i was like mom write all your like recipes down so like it's something i can have 
you know, down the road in life, God forbid, when you're not here, now <laughs> the thing is empty. Blank. She will not use it. It will not use it. She has like things jotted down. Like she'll write down like little recipes if it's like something online that she found. And mm-hmm. she'll write it like on a scrap of paper, but she still makes up her own stuff. But yeah, no, that book is blank. <laughs> And it's because they don't know. They don't have yeah. amounts to write down in the recipe. Like, it comes from the heart. <laughs> they yep. cook with the corazón. Let's go through some of these comments. Mm-hmm. One of the most common ones that I saw all throughout, this thing has like 2,000 comments on it. One of the most common ones I saw was, your ancestors will tell you when to stop. So, like, when you're adding seasoning, like, you just, you start adding and then you'll just know, you'll feel it in your bones. Your ancestors will tell you when that's enough. I like that one too. <laughs> there was a Portuguese comment on this, a Portuguese related comment. And it said, my grandma, when I asked for her recipe for Portuguese codfish fritters, quote, if you're poor, you put more potato. If you're rich, you put more fish. <laughs> makes sense (laughs) why not (laughs) me i always put more fish and that was it that was the recipe and then she said and her rice pudding was measured in mugs coffee mugs different sized coffee mugs and my family complains that i can't perfect it i can relate to this because when i bake anything i use coffee mugs too (laughs) stop like when it says uncooked flour, you I just, just you a do mug. a coffee mug. Yep. Baking is so precise. <laughs> With milk, one cup of milk. Okay, half a cup. Okay, I get a. I just grab a mug. I have measuring cups, but I'll never use. You can't eye baking. You can't eye baking. <laughs> <laughs> How does it come out? Pretty good. <laughs> Not bad. We have measuring cups and I'll use it sometimes, but if it's just like something quick and easy, that's just like milk, flour, sugar, boom, 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 done. Grab a mug. That's how I cook. Like I just cook like I don't do any measurements. I just cook from the croissant. But I've always been a really bad baker because I don't I try to do that same type of shit that you're doing. Yeah. With baking and it doesn't work out. (laughs) And so. I've been trying to get better at baking. Like I got a stand mixer now. Yeah. And my husband has a kitchen scale. And now I like measure to the gram. So instead of being like a cup of flour, I'm like, oh, no, 265 grams of flour. Like I I measure to the gram, (laughs) to the decimals. Okay. And it's been working. It's been working out. You've Americanized it. Ah, so <laughs> baking for the Americans. Yes. No, there are some things with like baking. You can't like you will screw it up. No, that I get. But like I do like basic. If it's just like milk, sugar, flour, I just grab a mug. But what are you baking? I made like cheesecake brownies once, and that was just it was just like throwing the like it was like half of a cheesecake. So like that that's that that's easy. Like I don't need to. I just split it right, cut it right in the middle, throw in the half of the cheesecake in. Oh, half a cheesecake? Oh. What do you mean? Half a cream cheesecake cheese. And the recipe <laughs> says half a cheesecake. Cream cheese. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> the cheesecake, the the uh, half of a cream, like the cream cheese bars, right? Come right, right, that. right. Like, I do it like if it's simpler stuff. If it was something that was like insane, I will like I would get all my stuff that I need too. But I also don't okay. bake as much as I used to back in the day. I'm sure. Yeah, maybe there are certain things that are better suited to that. Like I know cookie, like baking cookies from scratch. Like if you're gonna do chocolate chip cookies or something, yeah. they're very particular. When I made those like rum shotta shots for Thanksgiving, I just eyeballed all of that. I put more rum shotta in it. <laughs> like I was like, you know, I eyeballed all of those. You can't really screw up too much of that. It's either you're putting a lot of rum shotta in it, or you don't put enough pudding mix. So you just kind of like have to buy it. <laughs> this girl's to, she's got Jello shots onto baking in her <laughs> in her Rolodex. <laughs> I have to use my stand mixer, so it works. It is. It's considered. <laughs> oh, okay. All it's right. Considered, right. All right. Let's get back to these comments because these are mm-hmm. gold. One says, "One of my family recipes says to cook until not quite burnt." <laughs> I called my great grandma for her chicken and noodle recipe yesterday. This woman literally said, "Quote." half an eggshell of water and quote a good amount of flour end quote (laughs) half an eggshell of water that's so good and a good amount of flour (laughs) it's like what is a good amount This one says, once I got a barbecue sauce recipe from my in-laws, it had been typed up and it said two bups ketchup. And I literally thought it was like the sound the bottle makes when you squirt it out. Like, (laughs) (laughs) there you go. Two bups. Turns out it was cups. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. This one. Mom, how much salt do I put in the tamale recipe? Mom says, two or three zigzag. <laughs> two or three zigzags of salt. <laughs> Stop. That's cute. That's cute. You know how you do like the salt? Yep. <laughs> what? Yeah, I go two or three zigzags. I can't. <laughs> of course, like this person. Has to come up with a solution. <laughs> Weigh the ingredient packages before starting this process, then again afterwards. I do feel like they're <laughs> taking the fun out of it, right? Yeah, like, okay. And then the person responded back and was like, oh, that's so smart. But it's like, come on. <laughs> you're going to sit there and you're going to weigh the, the package before... Before Vavo puts her hands in there to sprinkle some and then weigh it again after and you're going to take the difference. Vavo probably wouldn't even like let you. She'd probably like tell her you like to leave. <laughs> like leave us alone. I asked my mom for her beef stew recipe. She legit wrote down the ingredients and the directions were one, coat meat in flour. Two, make the stew. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you skipped a few steps in there, mom. <laughs> Mom, how much milk goes in here? Two glug glugs. <laughs> you know, when you pour from the gallon, it's like glug glug. Two glug glugs of milk. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, this is you. Use a scale. 
put a scale under the bowl and zero it out. Zero it out. The when she adds an ingredient right down the amount. <laughs> I asked my mom how long to cook the chicken and dumplings. Her reply was until it's done. <laughs> my grandma used to say that an open palm was a tablespoon and a cupped palm was a teaspoon. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> a lot of people were saying they needed to measure Abuela's hand. Because she's measuring with her mall. So somebody get the tape measure out, figure out how much is in her mall. I asked my 93-year-old grandma how much noodles. Her answer, I just put it. And then I say, yes, that's enough noodles. (laughs) I asked my mama for this rice and chicken recipe. I asked how much water do I add? And her reply, your eyes will tell you. I was like, Mama, I wear glasses. <laughs> I asked my abuela how many cups of water you need for called. And she said, it depends how many kids you have. <laughs> That's accurate. Actually. So That's accurate. True. How many kids are you trying to feed? You put more water. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's not perfect. No. They're going to do it different each time. Exactly. How do you think they were passed down before a written word? That one hurts. (laughs) He's got a point. Oh, this one, because you just posted um, your mom's pressure cooker on our Instagram. (laughs) And this particular one says, my grandma has her famous stovetop pressure cooker and how does she know when it's done? She says, wait till it jiggles. <laughs> oh, it do- yes, it does jiggle. I always used to say it whistles. Yeah, it does <laughs> so whistle. It, it does, whistles, yeah. it jiggles, it spits. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Right there for the taking. Girl, I inherited my grandma's big cookbook and I absolutely died when I got to her written recipes that just said things like, quote, cover the surface with garlic powder, quote, onion powder until it smells like onion and just enough salt. <laughs> that like gives you anything. that gives you nothing. <laughs> grandma's recipe for mac and cheese. Use Velveeta. Eyeball it. <laughs> My mom's recipe always says one green cup of blank. No one knows the size of the green cup and it no longer exists. (laughs) Oh, shit. So the person just literally wrote down a cup she had at the house. Yeah, like a specific mug. Like it sounds like you just use any old random mug each time. (laughs) But like this was one green mug, one green cup of flour. (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) But the green cup is gone and now nobody knows how to do this. It says even she gets confused because one of her cake recipes says bake in the new mold. Who knows which one is the new mold? No one. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. My mom's recipes are only ingredients. No amounts, no cook time. At least you got the ingredients. 
<laughs> just yeah she says just this stuff makes this somehow <laughs> just figure it out yeah my grandma add one to two spoonfuls so i asked well is it one or two she said well if it's a small spoon maybe you add two but if it's a bigger spoon maybe just one would be good <laughs> <laughs> So it just all it all depends. Someone said, make a mold of that sweet little hand and use it as a measuring gum. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're gonna have Abuela in there with her plaster of Paris trying to mold her hand. <laughs> and then that's your measuring cup is like a a mold of Vavo's hand. And it just gets passed down to generations, generations. <laughs> this is your great grandmother's hand. Some legends say this is two <laughs> tablespoons. And you know a little kid, one of the grandkids are, is going to think think it wrong and think it's like her actual great-grandmother's hand. <laughs> oh, this one is actually super sad. This one person says it's because they didn't have the right ingredients or enough of the right ingredients, so they just did with whatever and made it do. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, just tugging at the heartstrings with that one. Damn, I did not think of that at all. But it's kind of like that woman saying, if you're poor, you use more potato. If you're rich, you use more fish. Right. Yeah. This one woman commented, you either got the hand or you don't, is what my mom says. (laughs) (laughs) You either got it or you don't. That's it. I have a recipe that says measure the garlic with your Italian heart. That's cute. And sadly, that's why we have DoorDash. (laughs) And then people were commenting on the video about how in the video it says the woman shakes out three cups of salt and then says maybe one teaspoon. (laughs) (laughs) Next step is to fold in the cheese. (laughs) (laughs) somebody says it's muscle memory oh okay yeah you know putting your brain to work to remember these recipes my friend will ask me how long to do something that i do based on vibes and my answer is speak to it hear if it's done in your heart (laughs) i made a masa like that one time and it was done in my heart, and it was not done in real life. It was pouring out the center, raw dough. <laughs> so the moss's heart wasn't done. <laughs> it was not. A lot of people are just saying, like, to video her while she's cooking. And you can just reference the video. So that's smart, too. <laughs> Somebody just wrote two shimmy shimmy cocoa pops. <laughs> My grandma would sneak stuff in while I wasn't looking. <laughs> Back to your Portuguese codfish one where she said, if you're poor, put more potatoes. I was just reading like the comments off of based off of those. Mm-hmm. And someone um, someone put, oh, my God, a hoosh deuce can only be measured in mugs. 
Like, I'm trying to think that way. My mom makes a hoosh-hoosh. Is she using mugs? <laughs> there is no way that my grandmother and my aunts that like cook and bake all these like delicious Portuguese delicacies there is zero percent chance that they are using a measuring cup with lines on it oh because my mom gets confused with them sometimes like she'll have to come and ask me oh is it is this where I want it to go (laughs) and I'm like yes so no I agree with you on that no way no way (laughs) And I feel like all the people that are saying measure it, you know, put a scale down, weigh it, measure it to get the exact recipe. Like, there's no way that they're using the same exact measurements each time. Like, it's right. it's just vibes. They're going yeah. on vibes alone. Like, the recipe, if you weighed it every time they made it, it would be a different number. <laughs> right? It would be, yeah. It's off by just feels and stuff. Or how much you have left of something. <laughs> it all depends. It's I will give it to these people that they can make a semi-delicious meal or a delicious meal with whatever they have at home. Like, if they're out of something, they'll just figure it out. Doesn't matter. They don't need to run to the store to go grab, oh, I, I need to go grab that. Like, they'll just figure it out. And how? When they don't have, like, the internet to use. Like, my mom doesn't Google face. <laughs> I'm I'm big for doing that when I'm cooking. And then I translated that into baking. And it was not. Like, that's why my husband was like, oh, my God, you're a terrible baker. Because it'd be like, oh, it, it said I needed oil. And I didn't have that. So I put... I put a banana and, and <laughs> some some eggs, and he's yeah. like, "What?" And I'm like, There's definitely certain things with bacon you have to be like exact, because like my mom's messed up on some cakes in the past, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think it works so much with that. No, it does not. But I my I do it with cooking all the time. It doesn't matter what ingredients I have. I just I make Throw it, it in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're like. Yeah, like the bow in this video. And my husband will be like, sometimes he's watching me because he's like a big calorie counter. Like he's a big like, <laughs> he's a big ass. like needs to know exactly what is in the food so he can like count his his macros and his <laughs> calories for the day and shit. So he's always asking me like, what'd you put in this? What'd you put in this? So sometimes he's watching me cook and I'll be like taking like ketchup out of the fridge and he's like, where are you going with that? I'm like, don't, <laughs> just don't. Just get out of here. Like, so you don't need to know what's in this. You don't need to know how the ter- <laughs> the, the sausage is made. Like, exactly. Get the fuck out. Like, you don't need to know that this was two squirts of ketchup and a squirt of mustard in the sauce. Like, <laughs> my mood. <laughs> does he have an app where he puts it all in? Of course he does. Oh my god. My mom has a dish that my great-grandmother used to make and it's such a random ass dish but it's spaghetti and meatballs with cut up potatoes oh okay and the sauce is not like a ragu tomato sauce it's like this like portuguese based sauce so it's like spaghetti with like a portuguese flavored sauce meatballs and potatoes but it's english yeah and my husband gets that meal and he's like this is too much starch. Like, what is this? He's so he'll just have like the meat and potatoes without the spaghetti, or or he'll he'll have like the spaghetti and meatballs without the potatoes. He's like, I can do two out of three. I can't do all three. I can't do <laughs> spaghetti with potatoes and meatballs. 
What's the fun of that? <laughs> there's there's the whole thing about ingredient households. Like, did you grow up in an ingredient household or like a, I don't know what the opposite of it is, but like a s- snack centered household? household. And I feel like in your case, you obviously grew up in like an ingredient household. Yeah. Like your mom was just making foods from scratch. She wasn't, you didn't have a pantry full of. No, we didn't have a whole lot of snacks. Yeah. Pre-prepared food (laughs) options, right? Right. Yeah. We've, because we've cut out so many things out of our diet, you can't really get processed foods because all the, it has all the crap in it. Yeah. So we've been like making stuff from scratch and stuff. My daughter had a play date a couple days ago and her friend was over in. My daughter was like, oh, you can help yourself to any snacks in my closet. And the girl just like walked in and was like, there's nothing in here. <laughs> there's nothing in here. What do you mean? And I'm just like, um, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm an ingredient household now. And I have to just be like, girls, I can whip you up a fresh batch of Cheez-Its. <laughs> I make my own Cheez-Its now. <laughs> do you really? No, I really do. <laughs> I really do. I make my Cheez-Its from scratch. That's impressive. Hey. <laughs> They're really good. Hot and fresh. Damn. Kenchi booish. <laughs> I might have to try some. <laughs> wow. Did that really hit you? That girl was like, oh, there's nothing in you? <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, I'm that house. I'm that house. She's going to go home and tell her mom that, that we had no food. And we didn't. Like I, I gotta order groceries. Actually, we gotta, we gotta wrap this up because I gotta hit, I gotta hit the grocery store. (laughs) Oh God! Thank you guys for listening. Yes, thanks guys. We will see you next time. You can follow us on Instagram at underscore. It's called culture.